And so Dave approached us, uh, approached me and said, hey, Jeff, what does it look like to be a digital missionary? And, and I started giving him some long, elaborate response of, of what a digital missionary looks like. He's like, it's too complicated. And he started talking to me about bless. And it was like, oh my gosh, can, can we figure out how to do bless digitally? And uh, and he's like, that's a great question. You should do that. And so that's that's where this book came from. And so we, we've got it. We're publishing it today. It's released. Uh, you can buy it on uh, Amazon. You can download the PDF for free. Like this is a, a resource uh, for you and your church and, and the church members. And, and we're gonna we're gonna talk more about the book. But it was uh, just an, an awesome process. Even watching Dr. John, you know, own this book and, and tear it up, literally shredding Google documents. Like it was just an awesome thing seeing all, all of this this come together. Welcome to the Church Digital Podcast. Through this podcast, we'll talk about the technological innovations within the church. But more than tech for tech itself, we'll address deeper questions. Is disciple making possible digitally? How should we approach the digital mission field? Can a biblically grounded church operate in digital space? Oh, and where does the metaverse fit into all this? Whether you're a big or small church, an established church or a startup church plant, the Church Digital's goal is to help churches like yours learn to be a multiplying church, digitally and physically. Our heart, that churches like yours would discover a newfound focus on disciple making that will revolutionize your church. And now, here's your host, Jeff Reed. All right, hey, welcome to the Church Digital Podcast. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't even know what, I have no idea what episode we're on right now. I've done so many, I can't keep track. And uh, I do know, it's funny, we're, we're laughing over here about it, but uh, I do know I got a new book. We got a new book that just came out literally today. I'm saying we a lot because we is, well, to be honest, I didn't write, I, I, I didn't write this book exclusively. I invited uh, the expert into the conversation. And let me invite the expert into this conversation. Dr. John Harris. Dr. John, it's it's great to have you on the podcast here, sir. Great to be here with you, Jeff. And certainly uh, it was a, a fun uh, fun project working on with you. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, you survived working on a project with me. So that's, that <laughs> is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a hard task into itself. So listen, here's the deal. We, we wrote another book. Um, long story short, well, here, no, I'll say this. I've said we've wrote a book a bunch and we actually wrote the book for Exponential. Um, literally, Dave Ferguson, God bless him, says to me, hey, Jeff, I want you to write a book on this topic. And when Dave Ferguson comes up to you and says, hey, Jeff, you need to do something. The answer is yes, sir. And uh, and so we wrote a book. You can download the book at thechurch.digital slash bless book. Uh, and so here's what we did. Um, we we did, a lot of you know Dave Ferguson, he wrote the, a book on bless and what it means to be a missionary in physical community. And and so Dave approached us, uh, approached me and said, hey, Jeff, what does it look like to be a digital missionary? And, and I started giving him some long, elaborate response of, of what a digital missionary looks like. He's like, it's too complicated. And he started talking to me about bless. And it was like, oh my gosh, can, can we figure out how to do bless digitally. And uh, and he's like, that's a great question. You should do that. And so that's that's where this book came from. And so we, we've got it. We're publishing it today. It's released. Uh, you can buy it on uh, Amazon. You can download the PDF for free. Like this is a, a resource uh, for you and your church and, and the church members. And, and we're going to we're going to talk more about the book. But it was uh, just an, an awesome process. Even Watching Dr. John, you know, own this book and, and tear it up, literally shredding Google documents like it was just an awesome thing <laughs> seeing all, all of this this come together. So. So, hey, Dr. John, you know, just, you know, we, we've done, I don't know, three or four podcasts at this point. Like, I, I feel like yeah. I've just had, and with the book, I've had way too many conversations with, you know, I'm kidding. It's been awesome. Uh, but maybe just, you know, get, introduce yourself, give some background, talk to us a little bit about hearts like his, like, you know, tell us a little bit about who you are. I would say 2019, I was um, more into the in-person ministry, in-person church, like that was my jam. And uh, I had just stepped out of a role as executive pastor to do church consulting full time. And so when, um, when the pandemic uh, uh, started in March of 2020, um, and a lot of churches were looking to shift 
their physical ministry to online ministry, um, I thought it would be a good idea to, um, to kind of ride the wave of this rise in online ministry with an online-only expression of church for a couple of reasons. One, because the whole online ministry thing, it just, it just the, the need for it exploded because of the pandemic and buildings were closed, church buildings were closed. But in addition to that, there was a, a large group of people who I wanted to reach that had already left the building before the pandemic. And so the rise of the Duns, those who are done with church for a variety of reasons, um, was a, a target that I wanted to to kind of, um, I want to be, I want to shift it from the rise of the Duns to the return of the Duns. So the idea of the return of the Duns, being a part of that, um, was one of the impetuses behind what we started to do with Hearts Like Is. Um, and then the, the context of it being online to do that, uh, just again, we're driving the wave of the rise of online ministry. And so my wife and I started Hearts Like His, and uh, that began to be the, uh, the goal for us is to have a discipleship element. Um, so in addition to targeting that group of people, we wanted to do it with a different message. I mean, it's still the gospel, of course, but one that there's an aspect of the gospel that doesn't get emphasized as much, and that is knowing God as your father. So even though we would say we're children of God, we don't always learn how to live as children of God. Um, there's a lot of emphasis on being like Jesus. You know, as Christians, we want to grow and become like Jesus, become like Jesus. Um, but what was he? Yeah, he was king of kings, lord of lords, all that. But he's also a son of God. And he modeled for us how to live in a relationship with God as a father. And so that aspect of the gospel is one of the things that we emphasize and frame spiritual maturity in. And so that's kind of been our, our, our goal there. So Hearts Like His got born and we started on Facebook. It was the Facebook group and it just kind of grew from there and uh, just kind of getting out in front of some of what was happening with online ministry uh, on Facebook specifically, it just helped us learn a lot as we um, as kind of kind of pioneered that. So my wife and I learned a lot about online ministry, not just online ministry, but because it wasn't the, it wasn't the shift from physical to digital. It was launching on the digital platform and only being digital with no intention of ever being in a building, but to um, to do digital discipleship. And so that's what we created, a digital discipleship community and uh, our like his. And literally today um, is, uh, well, this is this is the month where we have um, hit our two-year two year anniversary of, of Hearts Like His. Happy, happy anniversary. Congratulations. I, yeah, I don't think yeah, I realized it's, it's been two years, but that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Good, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, listen. When when Dave Ferguson's like, "Hey, write a book on on digital missionary," I um, I I, I immediately went to went to my friend here, Dr. John Harris, who, by the way, has a a doctorate in transformational discipleship. Am I saying that correctly? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so, hey. Let's bring in the digital friendly guy who agrees with digital discipleship, <laughs> who has a doctorate in transformational discipleship, because he's going to make me look good <laughs> writing that book. And uh, man, listen, it was it was a lot of fun um, work working together uh, on that. And uh, you know, I've I've said Dave Ferguson's names a bunch, but thank you, Dave, who was very open handed uh, with us in doing it because we. Well, well, we'll talk about it, but it was like, hey, there's no way this is going to work digitally, Dave. We're going to have to change some stuff. And, and he's like, you can do whatever you want, contextualize and adjust it to make it it happen. And so that 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 was very cool. Um, well, hey, let's let's Dr. John, let me ask you because this was an early conversation that 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 we had had, um, and, and let's let's revisit it. Who who is the book written to? Like, how did we? What's the journey and the impetus of how we landed the plane on, uh, on who we're writing to? Yeah, so there's um, a, a couple of, of of groups. One is um, the, the the Christian who spends a lot of time online anyway, and and there are opportunities to share Jesus, opportunities to uh, to disciple people that they see, but they haven't really been equipped on what to do with those opportunities, how to take advantage of them, even how to recognize them in some cases. And so this book is a tool to help believers who, you know, to kind of share Jesus and evangelize in a context where many of them are already spending hours and hours and hours of their time uh, every every day and, and every week. And so a lot of the, the in-person 
ministry experiences that people are having in their churches, for those who are connected to local churches, a lot of those experiences that they have, they can get content, right? As far as like the, the pastor's teaching series or what they're learning in Sunday school or things like that. They can get content from that and then try to share it online if they're doing that. But for the most part, they don't, they're not being equipped on a model on how to begin or start intentional relationships that li- with, with unsaved people that lead to them um, knowing Jesus Christ and, and being able to share the gospel. And so, so for that, that Christian who's online, seeing comments, you know, all the time, just not, man, how can I reach out to them? I wish I had a framework of some, some steps I can take uh, to initiate a relationship with some people. So the, the Christians who didn't know what to do, um, wanting a good place to, uh, just a starting point for someone to say, here are a few steps. It's not like a perfect formula, like you got to go through step one, two, three, four, five, but, but some kind of framework to give you an idea on ways to recognize opportunities online and, and steps to take to start developing those relationships. So there's a lot of Christians who are looking to be equipped in that. And um, a, a lot of churches do good at teaching but not necessarily equipping. And uh, when we talk about equipping, one of my passions for that is that um, I know when I'm, when I'm coaching pastors about how to up the game on, on, on equipping, uh, a lot of times we put a lot of uh, weight on our effort, right? We'll say, we'll say things like, oh yeah, we had a class on that. Or we have a nine-week class on this. We have a six-week class. It doesn't matter how long the class is. It doesn't matter what you're teaching, right? It is the outcome people doing something different. If they're not doing something different, they haven't been equipped, regardless of what your effort was. And so what, what I like about this particular framework is it gives you a, 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 some steps to actually do some things. That's where the equipping is with this framework. It's very simple. And Dave, did a, Dave and John did a great job just framing that really, really good. Um, but it's really clear, simple, easy to remember, and um, and easy for the average Christian to take action on when they're spending all this time online and all these different platforms. Totally. And uh, for us, it was so important for us, and, and even as some of the work we've done through Digital Church Network and, and others, that it's really, uh, a, there's so much potential movement in, with the, the people in the pews and, and just mm-hmm. releasing mm-hmm. them, helping them find their, their purpose, helping get them on mission. And you've, you've heard me say on, on this, this podcast that, that really the greatest resource church that we have is, is sitting in those seats. And what would it look like to actually um, release them, to mobilize them, to get them excited, mm-hmm. to reach their, their, their circle of influence and, and, and to yeah. do that in, in not only in physical space, but, but in digital and, and in the metaverse. And so it was, it was a great pleasure. Go ahead, doc, Dr. John, go for it. The other group I wanted to mention uh, is, um, there are some who, who, who've already left the church, right? They're not in the pews anymore. They're not in the seats. And, I, and this book is an opportunity to, to help them get back engaged in the mission. Um, I, and, um, you know, from 2015 or so, at least that was the last that I saw, 65 million people have left the church. And some of them have become duns, or they're just done with the church. They still love Jesus, but they're done with the, the, the traditional model. And some have become nuns where N-O-N-E, where they have no religious affiliation at all. And so there's about a $33 million, $33 million, $32 million split with the duns and the nuns. But either way, um, I, this, this tool is also one that they can use as well to get re-engaged in the mission and hopefully connected to a, a body where they're going to, I mean, it'll be really great for somebody who, 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 who's not attending a Sunday morning worship any, anymore, experience anymore, and they start getting people saved online or even in person and develop a community where now they have really <laughs> planted a church because they planted the gospel first and it developed into a group of new believers that can now be an online, an online church. So um, it's a, a really good tool to help those who've already left to re-engage the mission. So good. And so the, the resource, the book is Sharing Jesus Online. Once again, it's a PDF. You can download it for free at thechurch.digital slash bless book, B-L-E-S-S book. And so that'll redirect you. Exponential published it. Uh, they're making it a big deal as part of the Lost Cause with uh, the the conference in, in, in 2023 in, in March. And so we'll include links to all that in the show notes. You, you can grab it 
the the book download it for free you can buy the uh, the paperback on on Amazon or Kindle and, uh, and and dig into it. But what we did through sharing Jesus online is we we mapped this blessed practices that Dave has uh, and uh, and 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 uh, basically exposed it to how it would look in, in digital and metaverse. So, um, Doctor John, why don't you walk us through a little bit briefly or just a quick overview? Bless B L E S S. Like what what are these things? Let's uh, let's start to yeah. talk about what that framework looks like. Sure. Okay. So for those who have never heard of the framework at all, I'll, I'll introduce uh, Dave and John Ferguson's version of it, because then uh, I'll translate it to what it looks like digital, because how we did it digital is based on how they, the, their foundational elements of it. So some of the same and some are different. So, um, so again, an easy to remember and simple and effective framework for how to um, develop relations with people that you might not know, or maybe you do know, but if you do know them, you can deepen your relationship with them. If you don't know them, it's how to start a relationship with them that ultimately leads to being able to share Jesus and then um, becoming followers of Jesus. So the first thing you want to do is begin with prayer. You want to begin with prayer. You want to ask God, um, you know, who is it that's in your circle of influence and in your in your view, whether it's, um, you know, in person or, or not, that he might be already working on. Because uh, he's, he's, God is already at work in people's hearts. And so... When we begin with prayer, that helps us align our efforts into what God's plan is. So instead of trying to create something on our own and asking God to bless it, <laughs> we want to align with what He's doing. And um, and so, who is, whose hearts is He is He already stirring in? Who is He identifying for us uh, to reach out to? So you want to begin with prayer, and then um, another thing that prayer does is it softens your heart too. It helps you shift and um, helps God do some things in your heart to prepare you for what He's going to do in these new relationships. So B is begin with prayer. L is listen. We want to listen to people, uh, listen to their stories, listen to, um, you know, what they're sharing, listen to what's going on with them. And that helps us understand ways that we can, um, uh, do some of the next few steps in this process. So B begin with prayer. L is listen. E is eat. All right. We're talking about the, the physical model that Dave and John, uh, created. To eat with people because a lot of things happen. Eating, eating is hard to do digitally. It is. It, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely had to switch that one up. But um, so the idea is that. It, so the transferable concept here is that you want to do something where people's walls come down, people connect, they relate. You know, over a meal as far as eating, um, a lot of things happen that way, and so. Um, you know, when, when we fellowship with people at church or outside of church, a lot happens over meals, you know, a dinner, dates, or a business dinner or things like that. So eating is the E. And then S is is serving. So after you've listened to people and certainly eating, um, there, there are conversations where another opportunity to, to hear from them. You want to hear what are their needs? What's going on with them? How can you serve them? And so that, that first S is finding out ways to serve them. The last S is now beginning to share your Jesus story. How has Jesus impacted you and sharing the gospel with them? So begin with prayer, listen, eat, serve, and share um, share your, your story uh, of how Jesus has impacted you. So then taking that model that was created, again, for the in-person, looking at how do we do that online? Well, some of those principles are easily transferable online. You want to pray, right? Begin with prayer. You want to listen to people, but sometimes the online listening or in the digital space, digital and metaverse, is not always um, uh, audible like in an in-person conversation. So what we talked about in our book is is like social listening. As we're scrolling through news feeds, looking at conversations, we're listening. Although we're literally reading, we're actually listening to what people are saying and listening to, you know, cries for help or repair requests or, hey, I'm, I'm struggling my walk with God or, or, hey, so-and-so, my family, they just passed away and I'm struggling with that. Like, we're listening to those kind of things. And uh, so listening online is uh, it's a little different, but but very similar. And because of some of the new technology and stuff now, you can translate something from uh, just reading or social listening in a news feed to audio conversations. And um, we are you know, listening audibly to people or video video conversations. And so... 
But then the big shift for us with the, with online versus in person is the E. Like you're saying, we can't you can't eat the same. I mean, yeah, you can't you can they could eat on their side of the screen. You could eat on your side of the screen, but it doesn't have the same dynamic. So, so we're processing through what would that E look like for us online? What would it what would accomplish the same goal that eating in person does? Where people open up, where they share, uh, walls come down. It's a real opportunity to connect. Over a, a sh- uh, over a meal, what we discovered is that online, you, if you enjoy a shared experience, that's what the E looks like online, enjoying shared experiences. And we just really unpack what that looks like and the different ways that that's possible online. Uh, and then, um, you know, the similar thing is happening there. As you listen to people, as you're enjoying shared experiences, you'll find out and you'll discover ways that you can serve them online and so in our book we unpack what that looks like a variety of ways to serve people online and then um and then again being able to share your story so some of the blessed all, all i think i would say all the blessed practices in person are similar to online except that e that was when we had to wrestle with a little bit and go what what accomplishes that same connection goal online and that's enjoying shared experiences so begin with prayer listen enjoy shared experiences um, and uh, serve and uh, share the gospel and share your story with Jesus. Yeah, and and that framework works so well uh, mm-hmm. in, in digital in, environments. I, you know, I, I can remember. Um, I mean, I just I could feel like I could do a whole podcast on each one, um, and, yeah. and even like, <laughs> I mean, for me, like the most the the I, I just I don't want to say the most important, but the most the one that we the church struggle with the most, and and, and the one that I think that individuals have the opportunity to stand above the church uh, in many ways in reaching people is through listening. You know, so often we, we, the church, hey, you know what? Listen to this sermon. You listen to me talk. And, and really to do effective digital ministry, it, it's not to build the trust that allows you the credibility to speak at a spiritual level to a stranger, to another person. Um, it's, it's listening. And, and, and church, like that's the opportunity. Digital missionary, person that's out there, uh, build that relationship off of listening, not off of, of platforming and pushing your agenda, but take the time to, to listen to them. And, and with prayer-infused Holy Spirit, allow God to speak through you at some point, but that's not right off the bat. And that's what uh, that's what I think we, the the current 2023 version of a physical church doing digital ministry, that's what I don't think, I, I don't think as a general rule we get that. Maybe I'm overstating, but definitely yeah. excited about it. No, I was just going to say, I, I agree that I think part of what this book does is help people think as a missionary, right? We don't really think, we don't really train every believer as a missionary. And the goal of this framework is to do that, help people think as a missionary, which means that you don't come with your own idea and then try to sell it on people. You, you go into that space, you listen to the community, uh, and then you, um, you adjust how you share, how you build relationships and how you show the gospel based on that unique context and what you've discovered through the listening part. So I agree with you 100% that that, that, that listening piece cannot be overlooked. It can't be underestimated. It cannot be neglected on any of that. I, I can remember getting together, uh, you know, and when when uh, when we first started talking about this, and when Dave, I mean, literally, when Dave pitched the idea to me, I'm like, "How are we going to eat together? Like that does that does not make any sense, Dave? Like this, what what is this? What does this look like? What are you actually doing?" And and, and it's interesting. For a season, I actually did, uh, I did a couple podcasts. You can actually go back. We'll throw it in, in the show notes, but. Um, you know, we, I brought on uh, John Ferguson, you know, and kind of getting his take on, on what Bless was. And we did a podcast with him. Um, we did a roundtable with Dave where we brought in uh, Dr. John, you were there, uh, and brought on maybe 15 or 20 different uh, digital and, and metaverse pastors and planters and, uh, and just pitched the idea to them. And, and, and I, I can remember asking, um, hey, how do we do this whole eat thing? What, what is eat? And, and how do we represent this? What does this look like digitally? And, and just, I can remember, I remember Mark Lutz uh, from Lux Digital Church. It's a, it's a video game church. We're actually doing a podcast with him here in a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, Mark, Mark's like, I, I, I can't, I, I literally, I think he said this verbatim. I can't speak for someone else uh, and everybody else, but I know 
like when I am, am connecting with people at that emotional level, building that credibility that's get, allowing me an opportunity to speak into their lives, um, I get that by experiencing a video game, by playing a video game with them and getting that shared experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said that, and I, I literally it was it was like you you know a, a, a brick just fell in the room, like it just was like boom, and just like the, yeah, the, the, it. the the power of it. It was like okay, and and it just like resonated afterwards, voice after voice, talking about their shared experiences and how mm-hmm. their church through experiences they're connecting to build the the relationship that allows them the credibility, the trust mm-hmm. that to speak towards. Uh, the the kingdom and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in that way. And and Mm -hmm. so definitely excited about seeing how all this, this comes together. Now, John, John, let me ask you, like when when you, cause when you talk about, Hey, I wrote, I I told somebody the other day, I was like, yeah, I just wrote a book. And uh, and they're like, what? I was like, you know, Oh, I wrote a book about being a digital missionary. Like the look on their face was one that was like, what are you even talking about? Like, do you have do you have any of those stories, any of those conversations where it's it's like people don't understand the idea of the digital missionary? Why why, why is this such a radical concept? I think, unfortunately, for a lot of believers, the concept of being a missionary is is foreign, and so there's that. <laughs> right. um, the traditional view of because okay, think about it. If my view of a missionary is only somebody that goes to another country. Then when you say digital missionary, I'm confused as to what you're talking about. I don't, I don't even know how that happens. Uh, so, so part of the, the, the big the question mark that pops up on top of people's head when you mention digital missionary is there not, there's a lack of clarity on what a missionary is. Jesus was a missionary, literally left his home on a mission to come to the earth with a message to carry out the Father's will and live, die, be raised again, and then he went back home. Like, that <laughs> that was a missionary mission, right? And then he says, I'm going to send you to go do the same thing. I'm sending you, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you, John 20, verse 21. So for so part of the shift that needs to happen for people to understand, even just the phrase digital missionary, is understanding what, digital, what, what missionary is, that every Christian is one of those. So I think it was... Charles Spurgeon or D.L. Moody, one of them said, every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter, right? And even the, the what made the Moravians and their movement so powerful is that they really believe that every Christian is a missionary. So one, that's one of the things we got to get back to. And so because we're not there, digital missionary is confusing because there's confusion about missionary. So then digital, um, sometimes people don't, it's not in their lingo to use the word digital as much as it is for some of us. Um, so some people that might say online, like, you know, if you say online missionary, that might be a little more clear, but, but digital encompasses a lot of that, of that space, whether it's on, cause it's not just online. I can, I can be sharing the gospel through text messages. That's digital, not online, but it's digital, right? Uh, or on zoom. And so digital, it just encompasses the use of technology. Um, you know, web two, it's a, like web three, which we talk about in the book, the virtual and things like that. But for the most part, the Web two technology uh, carrying the carrying out the mission of Jesus in digital spaces, digital missionary. I kind of tested out that phrase on my own Facebook uh, pay, uh, page, and I said, um, "I said, how, how how would you? How many of you? Something to the effect of how many of you would be interested in learning about how to become a digital missionary?" And some people they just got it immediately. Because they knew digital, they knew missionary, and they're like, I love the way that sounds. Like, see, some people got it. I love the way that sounds. Ooh, that's cool. That's cool. Others were like, well, what do you mean? You know, and then just explain it. But but for some people, it just it resonates, and they can see, they can clearly put digital and missionary together. And it's, it's not a big leap for them to understand what that what that means. Um, but nevertheless, I think, uh, I think this book is just going to help even expand the concept of every Christian being a missionary whether it's in person or in digital space or virtual space. Yeah, I, 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 I love that. Now, l- let me ask, let me pull, pull the thread on that a, a little, little bit more. You know, they're, they're, because you're a digital church, because you're doing a church in a digital community, uh, like you understand the digital mission field. Um, th- there, are, there are some, you know, contemporaries, people, I'm sure that, that you're running in within your church leadership circles that, 
that struggle with the recognizing the digital community and the digital mission field, the metaverse mission field as well. Like, how do you address that that challenge? How do you help people understand uh, the digital and the metaverse, the potential of the digital and metaverse communities? Yeah, one of the things I do in those conversations is um, uh, honestly to try to get a gauge of where their heart is. Like, are they wanting to learn about this to understand it, or are they wanting to like debate? Like, I'm not interested in debating about it. It's just, it just some people that that's just where they are, and that's okay. Um, but others are trying to learn to really grow to try to understand it to see if they want to get into it or not. And so, part of the thing that I do there in those conversations is say, get your mind off of the the, um, the, um, the the method and the medium, right? Get your mind off of the medium, right? Digital, online, virtual, that's, that's the medium. And get your mind onto the mission. We're here to reach people with the gospel of Jesus, right? Like, let's just, let's, so we want to start off with <laughs> where we agree here, right? We want to reach the people. Our mission is to share the message of the gospel with people wherever they are. Right? So, yeah, yeah, where they are. Okay, so we see in the New Testament, um, one, Christ coming from heaven to earth, right? Whole another context, right? He even had to come in a human being in a manger, the whole deal. Whole another context. He had to speak Aramaic. He had to speak a human language to communicate to human beings in this context. And um, so if our mission is to take the message of the gospel to people wherever they are, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, other most parts of the world, that kind of thing. Um, then we look at the mediums that are available for communication, for travel, as just that, just mediums to reach people, to go where people are. Whether they're in another country, then we're going to take a plane, we're going to take a boat, we're going to drive to another state, where, where they are, we, you know, all, all along the way, people have used whatever mediums were available based on the level of technology that was available. They've used all those mediums to share the gospel. So Paul is writing letters. Paul is sailing on ships. No doubt he did some walking. Um, he was going, you know, traveling to Damascus on some kind of an animal or whatever. So everything that was available was used to reach people. So for us, um, like, get out of your mind whatever negative connotations you have with digital or virtual. Those are just mediums. As a medium, they're neutral. They're neither positive or negative. How we use them can be positive or negative. And so some people get this whole idea. You know, when, when Life Church first came out with the, with the U version, the digital, digital Bible, yeah. man, the church had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you, you got you to flip through the pages. You got to be able to highlight stuff. Okay, well, stay on that train if you want to. But they did what they did. And 500 million downloads later, <laughs> you know, there there is a deal. And so now churches have version Bible apps as well. Um, when, 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 when the internet first started, church had an issue with that. Doing online, all oh, this, this demonic, is this and that. Like we have a tendency to demonize everything that's new because of the potential for it to be used for uh, negative purposes. But the reality is, what the creativity and the innovation is, looking at how things can be used positively to accomplish our mission. So I challenge people to put the mission first, the mission first, before the method, before the medium, put the mission first. Are you really wanting to reach people wherever they are with whatever means are available? When the answer is yes, then we, then we can talk about all these other kinds of things. So there's online ministry. You know, what? there's, there's um, negative things online. Absolutely. But we don't just stay off of online because there's negative things on there. We invade that space with the message because people are still online. So we bring our message, the message of the gospel online. And so... So, so depending on where people are stuck at, that's my kind of approach. Generally, that's my approach is, is put the mission first, get the gospel to people. And how we do it, you can do, keep on doing it in person if you want to, but, on, <laughs> but, but online there's definitely some great, great um, avenues for us to carry out the mission of the, the, the Great Commission for sure. Totally and completely. And, and there's going to be, I mean, I've, I've, I've said this before, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a digital guy. 
Uh, and there's going to come a time when when digital is is not effective for helping with the Great Commission, where, where the metaverse is is not uh, as as helpful towards that. And and you know, I'm publicly saying whatever is more helpful at that moment, I'll be jumping ship towards that because for me, it's 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 the opportunity to contribute to the mission, to contribute to the Great Commission, to reach that yeah. different type of person than the physical buildings are not reaching, the nuns and the duns that you've so eloquently talked about here in, in this podcast. And so that digital is that option today, which is why the the digital and the metaverse missionary is important, which is why the blessed practices, why we need to begin with prayer, listen, uh, create and engage and enjoy shared experiences, why we need to serve. By the way, let's just call out right there, Begin with prayer, uh, listen, uh, engage and share, enjoy shared experiences, and uh, and serve. All four of those call for humility. Like, it is very hard to be arrogant and do any of those top four. And, and yeah. so our posture is one that the Holy Spirit is, is filling and fulfilling within us, where we are calling the Holy Spirit to move in digital and metaverse space. Can the can the Holy Spirit move in digital and metaverse space, Doctor John? Let me ask you, as the lead pastor of Hearts Like His for two years, have you seen the Holy Spirit move in digital space in the past two years? Yeah, just just, just a little bit, just a little bit. He seems to struggle at times, but I've seen him produce a little bit of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's these things where so often we we say that it's not possible, or, or we're told it's not possible, but when you really dig in, it's actually happening on a regular basis. On and, a regular and, basis, and, yeah. And, and even, like, I, I'm going to talk specifically to the church staff person out there, because I know you you listen to the podcast here. Um, like, look at your ministry and, and start to see where the Holy Spirit is moving and start to celebrate those moments within the life of your ministry. Now, now Dr. John, I'm going I'm to pivot a, a little bit here. We've, we've talked about the book. We've talked about how the book is aimed at, um, you know, at the— not at a church leader. The book is more aimed at the, the church attender or the dunce. It's yeah, aimed at, exactly. a, at, a yeah, normie, yeah. At, at a normal person and helping a normal person have a framework to share Jesus and digital metaverse. Um, what are, how, does this a book, how does this book apply to a, uh, a physical church staff person, uh, a, an online pastor, an executive pastor, uh, someone that's at a, a physical church? Are there application points? What what would this look like? Um, what would Bless look like even within their own church in, in digital? Yeah, yeah. I Okay, here's what's amazing about, about this whole using Bless online. Um, so your question, how, how does this apply to church staff? Every person on a church staff is there to mobilize that church for the mission of Christ. Like whether you are a graphic designer or a senior pastor, it doesn't matter. Every person is there to help that church get activated in the mission of Christ, to help them grow in their own walk with Christ and, and share the gospel, right? So growing personally with God, being in community with each other, sharing the gospel with the world. And so what BLESS does is it gives staff members another tool to multiply the ministry of any physical church. Right, in a couple of ways to multiply the ministry of the physical church by giving a tool to Christians that's going to help them carry the mission forward, and 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 it, it kind of leans against the paradigm of ministry at a church being done primarily by a small group of paid staff members or even the larger group of leadership volunteers. Um, this tool helps mobilize every person in your church for the mission. So that multiplies your ministry potential right there. But then secondly, because we're talking about doing something online, most churches now have an online ministry, and but that online ministry is mainly, again, they've, they've kind of mirrored the staff-produced ministry that's in person. They're doing that online, where it's staff-produced ministry online. And so the same um, problem can be overcome. We have the majority of people sitting there, and they're not engaged in the mission, that you want to mobilize into the mission. Now you're doing that not just in person, because Bless can do it in person, but you're also doing it online. So now you have your, your members of your church who are online 
spending hours of time anyway, that can complement your online ministry by helping reach out to more people online and, and now to have a church that they can connect them to for those who are in a local, you know, uh, the proximity of a local church. Man, you have people in your, in your church doing online ministry that can bring people, instead of trying to depend on just Facebook ads, <laughs> your church's Facebook ads, but you have for free, you have your 50, your 100, your 1,000 members who are doing online ministry, leading people to Jesus and can bring them back into your church. Like, that's, just, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. So not only does this tool help that staff become force multipliers in mobilizing the members of your church to do ministry in person and online, but then secondly, it can be reaching people who are, who are not even close enough for your physical community, but you can generate online discipleship communities as well. Um, so let me summarize the two things by saying this. Number one, helps mobilize more people. But number two, this is the thing I was trying to get to. It reaches the people who will never, no matter what you do, walk into your building. They will, ne- and that's the one thing I don't think churches are really trying to get. They think if we if we get the better graphics, a more relevant worship service, uh, beef up our website and our app, you know, uh, a great, more interesting teaching series, that more people from our community are going to come. No, they're not. They're, there's a there's a segment about 30, 35% of people who are interested in spiritual conversations, interested in hearing about the gospel, who are never, ever, no matter what, walk through your door. I think it's the Pew or Barna research was talking about that. They will never, ever do it. So we have to go out to get them, meet them where they are, and then disciple them where they are. And that's where this tool helps reach those people who are not coming into your door, your, you know, but they'll come to your house. Or they meet with you on Zoom, or meet with you in a Facebook chat, or whatever. But they're just not going to come to your to your door. Mm-hmm. So when you mobilize people in your church to engage them with the mission, and then they're, they're able to reach people who are not going to walk through your door, but they'll see them online, take with them online. That that right there multiplies those two dynamics. Multiplies the impact of the ministry that your church can have uh, in person and online. And bless is a great tool to do it with. Yeah, so so well said with, with all that. And and guys, we believe guys, gals, podcast listeners, audience out there. I mean, Exponential is giving this resource away for free. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally not saying this, trying to make a buck. This is a free resource. Pastor, uh, church worker that's listening to this podcast, I, I challenge you, pull five to 10 people out of your ministry that are comfortable in digital community. They're comfortable in social media. They're comfortable in some of these environments. Give them the PDF for free. I'm not making a buck on this. Uh, and let them read it and challenge them to do it. Like, I, I, I almost want to do like a Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego test here. You do this, see the results that you're going to get uh, off of it um, six months, 12 months from now, and, and compare it to what's happening with, within the church. Because I, I promise you this, maybe it's not reaching apples to apples numbers, but dollar to dollar the people that you're going to reach off of a dozen people that are motivated and serving as digital missionaries, you're not, you're not, it's, it's a, it's a free opportunity. Um, the, the, the cost on this is, is minimal, but what you're going to get is you're creating a culture that is, uh, evangelism. You're creating a culture of humility. You're creating a culture of, of prayer dependency. You're creating a culture of listening to the Holy spirit and, you're engaging all of that in, in a new community that, by the way, your church is probably not tapping into effectively if all you're doing is streaming services online. Like you literally have nothing to lose by doing this. Uh, you're not having to shell out $100,000 for a new studio. You're not having to hire a new person. You're, you're creating a bivocational movement, a volunteer movement, a, a person-led movement. And, and I would suspect, actually, I said this, I said this statement the other day to a church because we we're having this conversation. I said, I, you know what? I suspect at some level, if this is successful and if you really do lean into it, you'll create an environment where your volunteers are leading your staff. Like you will create such a, a prayer-dependent culture that in many ways, the volunteer Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's that are experimenting with this will become at a higher level, I would suspect, in the majority of the staff that, that, are, that are working there. That may be a, I may be overstating, but the heart of this is, is that you've got nothing to lose 
by giving a shot and doing something like this within the church. And, 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 and to this end, man, we're even opening up and, and doing some things. We're creating um, an online course uh, for this that is, is set up for a, a volunteer where we're reinforcing a lot of the things that we're, we've talked about within the book and, and the resource, just to make it more accessible, easier in, in video format, to, to be a resource to help uh, with some of these things. And, and whether you're a, uh, an individual that's being motivated to do this or, or whether you're in, in a church that's wanting to uh, adopt this and, and adapt this, uh, more information on that is at thechurch.digital slash bless course. Thechurch.digital slash bless course. Um, listen, I, I I strongly believe in digital evangelism. I, I believe in what we're talking about here. I believe that the stuff that Dr. John and others like him that are reaching into digital communities that are engaging in digital space, I'm seeing them, I'm hearing stories uh, of them reaching people that are done with the physical buildings. They're done with the established church. They're not coming back, or there's no interest in that idea at all. And, and the idea of approaching with humility and listening and building that relationship in these communities digitally, guys, we've seen it be so effective. Uh, I would encourage you, buy the book, check it out, download the book, check out the course, um, wh- whatever it takes towards this, but there's huge opportunities uh, that your church can leverage in, in, in a big way. You know, and, and I'll just say this real quick. Like we, we even, we talk about, you know, um, we talk like about hearts, excuse me, hearts like his is your church. We talk about he gets us where, uh, you know, a lot of churches have been hesitant. I've, I've had the conversations. They've been hesitant to, to adopt he gets us because the conversations are, Jeff, our, our staff just don't have time to constantly engage with this. And, and, you know, I'm like, people, you've got, you've got your audience. You've, you've got your members. You've, you've got your, your people in the pews. This is a missional opportunity for them. And, and, and I would even go as far, and we're having these, these conversations with He Gets Us and Glue as well. I believe this book is the framework, is the model to create a He Gets Us volunteer. Like the church, how do I prepare somebody in the pew to engage with someone, that uh, a spiritual explorer that comes in through He Gets Us? Uh, my suggestion would be give them the free PDF that you can download from the church.digital slash blessed book. Give them the online course that you, you can buy for, you know, really cheap. And, and the heart of this is that you are now equipping someone to do ministry through He Gets Us. Uh, there's a there's a priesthood of all believers opportunity, a movement that would come if we would release our people, equip them and release them. And, and this book, this blessed practices, sharing Jesus online that Dr. John and I wrote, I think is is a big move uh, towards creating these movements in digital and metaverse space. Yeah, it is. I, I think one of the shifts that is needing to happen is for churches to shift from being teaching centers to training centers. And uh, a lot of the, the teaching focuses just on the pastor and the problem is when the teaching focuses is on the on the pastor or the pastor teaching team then uh you can you can tell people all day that they should be doing the mission engaged but they, they're not going to do that because you create a context where the focus is on you as a teacher and people don't see themselves as a teacher so they're not going to duplicate what you're doing um and so part of that teaching has a shift to more training and equipping where people are learning how to do things different, where we're not just becoming more educated, but we're becoming more engaged. So teaching helps educate people. It doesn't always cause them to be engaged in the mission. Training and equipping, right? Equipping leads to engagement. But teaching and training leads to education. And so this book is, um, I think it's going to meet, uh, it's going to quench the thirst for Christians who are saying, I want to, someone tell me what to do. Train me, equip me. I want to do this. I'm tired of seeing people on the, my newsfeed or whatever and just feeling uncomfortable because I don't know what to do, to, what to say to them, how to start a relationship with them. And so and this is going to uh, a tool that helps kind of fill that that gap and quench that thirst for the believers are saying, I want to, I want to, I want to get in the game. Or for churches saying, we want our people to get in the game. With, what's, what's a good tool to do that with? I think this, this answers that question. Beautiful. Moving from teaching 
to training. That 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 is such such a good word. You know what? I think we're going to land the plane there. That 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 was great. As as we're <laughs> wrapping up here, Doctor John, any, any closing thoughts? Now, I just am looking forward to seeing what the Holy Spirit does um, because I think at the end of the day, what this book is going to do is help Christians take either one step or the next step. I think some people are doing something, but they don't know where they get to a point, a place. Where they don't know what to do now. Like maybe they're they're building relationships, but they don't know how to bring up Jesus now. They don't know how to. You know, so I think this book is going to help people either take the first step or a next step if they're already engaged. And so there's a lot of things that the Holy Spirit will do with that. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, it answer questions for people, get more Christians engaged, and ultimately see more people come to know Jesus Christ because of what the Holy Spirit is doing through the believers who are launching out into the deep. And in, in our case, that means online and digital, digital, digital and virtual spaces. So. Yeah. So thanks again for inviting me to be a part of this project. Oh, dude, I, 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 I would, I would do this with you again in a heartbeat. <laughs> and so we're uh, through through the Church Digital. We're working on publishing. I mean, honestly, I've already written book proposal three and four. Have already submitted those off to uh, to some publishers and and, and working towards that. Um, having conversations about five and six, and so a book's five and six as well, published in 24. But Dr. John, you have an open invitation to uh, to, to work with me on something anytime. <laughs> and, and so uh, I, I am sure there will be more coming from, from this relationship uh, soon. Uh, but hey, we're going to land the plane. This has been great. You can, buy, you can buy the book, get the link to Amazon. You can download the PDF for free. Kindle, softcover, like all of that's at thechurch.digital slash bless book. The link's in the show notes. The online course, thechurch.digital slash bless course. And uh, to be honest, like I, I would, we would love to dialogue uh, with you on this. Dr. John's uh, contact information is going to be in the show notes. And, and of course, you, you guys know how to find me um, and uh, on that. And so let's, if there's questions on the book and some of the stuff that we're talking about, feel free to reach out. Uh, but check it out. Uh, we will also be at Expo Orlando. Dr. John and I will be. And so uh, he, Dr. John's teaching a course on this at Expo Orlando. And so more information at that, exponential.org. Exponential, thank you for publishing this and uh, you know, championing digital and metaverse movements like you guys are. It's, it's awesome to see an organization so sold out and bought into digital metaverse like Leadership Network and Exponential is. So thank you for that. And you know what? We're going to land a plane right there. So for, for Dr. John, uh, this is Jeff at the Church Digital and Digital Church Network. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. And we'll see you next time on the show. You all have a good day.